proud bisexual astrology influencer. Bye, bye, bye? Question mark? <laughs> It is hot by summer. Hello, and welcome to Hot by Summer, the podcast that's your one-stop shop for everything bi with your host, me, Sharmi. Everything from bi news, bi culture, bi TV shows and films, bi awakenings, and so much more. Let's get into it. Let's start off with having a huge round of applause for Virgo season. We'll get into it a little bit later, but like it's Virgo season. Bring out your fresh planners, your fresh books, the stationery, that like brand new feeling when you're like just about to start school and you're like, who's going to be in my class? I'm in this person's class. And oh my gosh, I'm going to see my friend during recess. Like that's the vibes. That's the vibes of Virgo season. Also, the vibes of Virgo season is very much like it's cuffing season, but we'll get into it. We'll get into it when we're talking about the astrology tea, right? We'll get into it later. But let's start off with our first hot topic of the day in our segment called Why Is Nobody Talking About This? Very, very big news. Tevin Campbell came out. So the singer, R&B singer who sings the song, Can we talk for a minute? Girl, I want to know your name. I know. That deserves a Grammy. Beyonce, move out of the way. Vocally. I know. I know. Some of you are not prepared for that. But the uh, the R&B singer Tevin Campbell came out. In a now deleted tweet, a fan wrote, My mom keeps telling me Luther Vandross, Teddy Pendergrass, and Tevin Campbell were gay. Campbell confirmed the fan's comment, replying back using a rainbow flag emoji. And he also has a pride flag in his bio. And I just think that's so beautiful because I, I don't know. I just feel like, especially in the black community, people will say lots of things. Like I heard lots of things growing up when it came to queer people, especially queer men. Like people couldn't really reckon the idea of queer men and black masculinity. Like they could not, they could not understand it. And so the fact that somebody was just like off the cuff, just like my mom's telling me this thing and they like just put it out into the to the internet and then Tevin Campbell just replied with a rainbow flag I just think that's so cute and it's so prideful and it wasn't like a big deal you know um also Tevin Campbell has a Scorpio glyph in his bio on Twitter and I mean not only is Tevin Campbell queer He's also a Scorpio, so win-win situation. The gays win. We always win, but like we really, really won with this one. A Scorpio queer R&B singer. Honestly, I think R&B singers that are Scorpios really just, they just hit different. They really hit different. They speak my language because I have a Scorpio Mercury, but I just, I, I love it. I love it. We all win. And what I love about Tevin Campbell, just like being like, here's a rainbow flag. The coming out wasn't this big grand thing, which I talk about quite often when it comes to coming out. Like, it doesn't need to be this whole big thing. I mean, I've talked about this before. There are some family members that don't even know that I'm queer. Um, and I just think that it's important to talk about coming out etiquette, okay? If somebody comes out to you, if somebody feels safe enough to come out to you, and I think I get this more from within the queer community than the straight community, don't say to that person, oh, I knew. 
I knew you were gay. I knew you were bi. I knew you were trans. I knew you were this. I knew you were that. That's so weird for so many reasons, especially because it's like, why were you paying such close attention? Like, do you want to tell me something? And B, it's like just rude. It's like the idea of queerness in your head and me somehow match up and you've been like taking notes. Like, that's just weird. So coming out etiquette, don't say you knew. Um, accept people with open arms. I remember when I came out to my little brother, I wrote an email and he was like, yeah, I'm just, I'm so happy you're queer. I'm so happy you came out. Um, thank you so much for feeling safe enough to, to open up to me. Um, and I just feel like there's so much beauty in just accepting the person for where they're at. And if you're in your head, like, well, I know they're going to come out again, or, oh, maybe they're, maybe their their label is going to change. Why are you so concerned? Like somebody feels comfortable enough to come out, just leave it at that. Okay? Just leave it at that. Uh, in other annoying queer news, I'm going to try to be as politically correct about this. But honestly, if you're looking for a politically correct version of this story, Go look on TikTok. I might link some videos that were really fantastic in, in the, the show notes. But we got to talk about the Lena Wilson, Amanda Steinberg drama. If you haven't heard about what happened, essentially in a very summed up quick way, because it's been a lot of back and forth, but a very summed up quick way, Lena Wilson is a writer at New York Times, right? Lena Wilson is a writer at New York Times, and she wrote a review for Bodies, 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 which is an A24 film that Amanda Steinberg was in, okay? This was up behind a paywall, so you had to pay to see what the review actually was. In the review, Lena Wilson says, and I quote, the only thing that really sets Bodies, body Bodies apart in its place in the A24 hype machine, where it doubles as a 95-minute adver- advertisement for Cleavage and Charlie XCX's latest single. Okay. Amanda Steinberg then sees this review, DMs Lena on Instagram, and says, maybe if you have gotten your eyes off my tits, you could have watched the movie. Now, Lena exposed this DM, this private DM, on TikTok and said that Amanda Seinberg was homophobic for exposing a DM that Amanda privately sent to her. And I think the take that nobody is getting at is the astrological version of what happens. To start off, we are in the Mercury shadow period, right? A lot of miscommunication. Like even within my own friend group, within my own group of people that I ride or die with, who I fuck with heavy, there's miscommunication right now. Like you might be thinking you're saying one thing, but you're actually coming off a little bit more harsher. You might be thinking you're saying one thing and somebody's not really understanding what you're saying, right? So that's that's in the ether. On top of that, Amandala, who is the coolest, queerest icon, who's a black femme, who just seems like the coolest person to be like at a party with is a Scorpio and nobody's talking about this. Now I tried to find Lena's birthday 
but I could not find it. I looked all over. I looked high and low. Honestly, I wish I had her whole birth chart because then I could see like her Mars and how she, for those of you who don't know, your Mars is like how you fight. It's how you fuck. It's how you get what you want. And that's what I really wish I could see. Amanda Seinberg is a Scorpio. Now, this is the part where if you're looking for a very nice way for me to put this next information, log off. Log off right now. Press pause. Go somewhere else. White gays ruin everything. <laughs> truly and deeply. Truly and deeply. There are some really great TikToks that break down how Amandala is a queer black woman or a queer black person existing in the world, how Lena Wilson is a white person, and how this miscommunication could have been misconstrued from the beginning because of Lena Wilson's stance in the world, because of Amanda's stance in the world. I don't really care. When I first saw Lena Wilson's video, I immediately was like, something feels off. I am such an FBI Scorpio detective that I always look in the comments. I'm like, let me look, let me look in the comments. Saw a couple of people commenting and I was immediately like, there's a pattern going on here. There's a pattern. Why? This has actually happened to me on so many occasions. Not this specifically, like somebody wrote a review. But I feel like as a black woman, people are constantly trying to tone police the freak out of me and it drives me crazy. Like I'll say something and my white friend will say something, but if my white friend says it, it's received more palatable. But if I say it, it's like, Shari's like just so aggressive and she's so passionate and she's so, there's a lot going on. And it's like, no, I literally said the same thing. You and your head have a whole idea of what black women, black femmes can say and cannot say. And it drives me nuts, especially. I get it so much more from white queers than anybody else in the world. Like there is no other people on the face of the planet that do this more than white queers. And they drive me nuts. They truly and deeply drive me nuts. This is a story that goes on and on again. But I think what's interesting about this particular story, because it's not really about the people, right? It's not really about the astrology or Mercury retrograde. It's really about the principles and the bigger things at play here, which is race, right? And race and the intersecting identities of queerness and how queerness is perceived through the world by different people, right? The way Amandala expresses their queerness, the way Lena expresses her queerness is very different and perceived very differently. And so that's the bigger thing. What's more revolutionary about this entire story that's like, has me like, whoa, is that the internet kind of turned on the white queer for the first time? I feel like that's not something that typically happens. I think that's the more revolutionary part of the story is that the internet was like, hmm, you're tone policing a black woman. And other white creators were calling this, 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 this Lena Wilson out. And that's the part that I was just like, oh, we've arrived. We've arrived. Also, another thing. I genuinely think, I know this is controversial. I genuinely think that Amandala being a Scorpio really paints the picture of what she meant by the message. Like she went on TikTok and was like, oh, like I meant it as a joke. Like I genuinely meant it as a joke. If I'm not mistaken, as a Scorpio, I have literally done this before as a flirting tactic. 
Like I've literally slid into somebody's DMs and said something like off the cuff, wild bananas, weird. And they've been like, huh? And in my head, I was like, you didn't read that as flirting? Okay. You read that as just me aggressively like talking loud? Okay, fair. But I think Amanda Lowe is flirting. <laughs> I think Amanda Lowe is flirting. I think that's like an aggressive Scorpio thing. I don't know. If you're a Scorpio, let me know. I feel like in my younger Scorpio days, I genuinely did this. Uh, did it work? No. Was it fun though? Yes. I think it's revolutionary that the internet kind of sided with a black femme, especially on TikTok. And there's some really great videos of them like really breaking down how queerness is perceived through different identities and marginalized identities and the intersecting identities and why it's so important. And I just, I don't know, made me happy. I was just like, I'm not the only one that felt itchy watching Lena Wilson say this. Okay, cool. I'm not the only one. So we're going to move on to the next topic, which is kind of euphoria related. Last night I was scrolling. I was scrolling through the Instagrams and I saw that Barbie Ferreira is leaving euphoria. She said, after four years of getting to embody the most special and enigmatic character, Kat, I'm having to say a very teary-eyed goodbye. I hope many of you could see yourself in her like I did and that she brought you joy to see her journey into the character she is today. I put all my care and love into her, and I hope you guys could feel it. Love you, Catherine Hernandez. It's fishy. Something fishy is going on. I don't know what it is, and I'm sure she signed hella NDAs and can't talk about it. But in 10 years, baby, we're going to find out what it is. I know that there's been some chitter-chatter on Twitter about Sam Levinson and his thoughts on the character versus Barbie Ferrer's thoughts on the character. And you would think it sounds to me like Sam Levinson is the type of writer who has a specific actor in mind to play the character, i.e. Zendaya or Hunter Schaefer or whatever, has that person in mind, meets up with them. Actually, I know this to be true because I've seen so many Euphoria interviews. Meets up with them, sits down with them, really fleshes out the character from their perspective. And so you would think that they would let Barbie Ferreira take the lead on this one and really be like, okay, this is a, a girl in her teens trying to figure out her sexuality. Like, Cat on Euphoria is iconic, but this last season, she really took a back seat. So I don't really know what's going on in the Euphoria universe. It's also not coming back. I thought it wasn't coming back until 2024, but apparently it's not coming back until 2025. So three years, and it's like, why are you saying something now? Like, what happened? So yeah, Barbie Ferreira is leaving Euphoria. Next topic is I was watching, don't judge me, do not judge me when I say this because I know some of y'all are going to be like, oh, log off immediately. <laughs> don't judge me. Do not judge me when I say this. I was watching Call Her Daddy podcast. I know, 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 I know. The feminist gods are looking down on me and going, you nasty. What's the world without a nasty Scorpio, right? So I was watching the Caller Daddy podcast. Do I like the principles that are talked about in the perspective? Are they misogynistic? Low key? Sure. Um, is the interviewer the blonde girl? What's that girl's name? Alex Johnson? 
But then when I think of Alex Johnson, I think about Instant Star. Alex Cooper, not Alex Johnson. Anybody who watched Noggin or those teen shows that were on something, a network called The End that had the same exact network as Degrassi knows who Alex Johnson is from Instant Star. That is not who runs Caller Daddy Podcast. It's Alex Cooper. Alex Cooper is a really great interviewer. So that's my story and I'm sticking to it. Um, and I do love the Leo Lemmy, Lemmy, Lemmy Devato. It is Mercury retrograde, child. Like, it's coming in strong. I can't even talk. Demi Lovato was on their podcast and they mentioned something. I watched the whole 22 minutes the whole thing. There was lots of really interesting nuggets. Demi Lovato as problematic as they are. Sometimes they're just such a Leo. But Demi Lovato was on. Demi Lovato was like, well, actually, I have a project in the works where we talk to, you know, Selena Gomez, the Jonas Brothers, Miley Cyrus about what it was like to grow up as a Disney child star. And I was like, interesting, interesting. I'm going to hold on to that nugget. So I guess Demi Lovato has a project about Disney stars. I feel like we need to talk about Disney stars. Like, here's my thing with Disney stars. I have so many theories about Disney stars. I feel like race plays a huge part, a ginormous part in child star to adult actress pipeline, right? We think about people, unfortunately, I think being a child star is very difficult. Obviously, we all know this information, right? Demi Lovato, a Leo, obviously born to be a star. We love it, but struggled a lot, right? They they had mental health problems before being a child star. After being a child star, they've dealt with them very publicly. There's a lot of vulnerability that goes into that. There's a lot of ego that goes into that. There's a lot of stuff that goes into that. But yes, but I often think about Zendaya and Raven Simone. And I think about how they didn't have the option to be a mess publicly because anybody that was a mess publicly who was a femme person of color didn't recover they're not studios won't call them like and it's not even femme person of color it's just person of color period if you were a mess publicly between 2010 even prior to that, but we're going to say the timeline from 2010 to, I would even say up until like 2017, those were some dark public years. And if you were a mess between that time, you didn't have the option of recovering. Now, sure, you could make a TikTok and be like, actually, this is what happened on set, which I love. Or actually, this is what I was going through at the time, which I love. We can redeem whatever things or status. But I often think about the people who didn't have the option to be publicly drunk, publicly falling out of clubs, publicly doing all these things. And I think about Raven Simone and I think about Zendaya and how they have had to craft their career because not only were they women in this this industry, they were also black. And yes, Zendaya is mixed and has, um, there's a lot of colorism behind her success and things like that. She's also a Virgo, so she's, she's a hard worker. But they didn't really get that option. And I think we don't talk about that enough. So hopefully with Demi Lovato's project, maybe they'll touch on that. I don't know if that will be the case, but I often think about Disney stars and especially POC stars that just didn't get the option to be messes publicly and then talk about it as their publicity 
tour for their album. Like, that would have never happened with Raven. That would have never happened with Zendaya. Like, I think about Zendaya and Bella Thorne, right? Zendaya is a Virgo. Bella Thorne is a Libra. Explains why Bella Thorne is so hot. Anyways, Bella Thorne could publicly do things like, for instance, that whole OnlyFans thing that happened that we try to forget happened, but definitely happened and like screwed OnlyFans, for, like actual sex workers for a very, very long time. And I'm sure some of them are still very much recovering, but we just don't talk about that. When Bella Thorne went on OnlyFans for an experiment for a movie and then made like a million dollars in one day and then multiple sex workers couldn't get paid. We don't talk about that anymore. But anyways... She has the right to do all these messy things publicly. Like Bella Thorne has very publicly had very messy relationships and very outwardly does all this stuff. Zendaya doesn't get that. Could you imagine if Zendaya was doing a movie about sex workers and didn't do any research, but the research she did do was like scamming hundreds of thousands of people out of millions of dollars and then just like, walked away from it the next day and people were outraged for like a week and then forgot about it the next week because we were in a pandemic no 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 no. a lot of these disney stars get a lot of leeway with their career and i think about it often so anyways and on to our very last topic (laughs) y'all i (sighs) i am sitting here minding my business Tell me why I go onto YouTube and I start watching Carisha Please, which is um, Young Miami has her own podcast slash talk show. And it's so lit. It's so much fun. It's so good. This week's episode, she brings on Megan the motherfucking Stallion. So Megan the Stallion's on this episode. Great, right? And I'm like, okay, I love both of these rappers. I know that typically the podcast gets a little, little freaky deaky, but like, you know, it's just two Aquarians just sitting there, just like chilling, whatever. The sexual tension between Carisha and Megan the Stallion is so palpable. I'm like sitting in my chair so incredibly like, oh, what are they going to say next? What are they going to say next? Carisha, and nobody's talking about this. That's why we call this segment, why is nobody talking about this? Carisha, which I've seen in interviews before her talk about what type of porn she likes to watch, right? She's always like, oh, I only like to watch girl-on-girl porn. Like, that's the only thing that gets me going, whatever. I'm like, okay, cool. Then she was like, in the interview, she's like, that's how I knew I was bisexual because that's the only thing that really turns me on. Hello? (laughs) We have another bisexual. This is so exciting. Carisha. Another, like, beautiful coming out that wasn't, like, some big thing some big deal some big wild extravagant flash mob type of situation no it was just her being like yeah i'm bisexual and it's cool it's so beautiful i'm so happy (laughs) i'm so happy i'm so happy and i'm so horny because the both of them sitting down in this room together is like the hottest thing in the mother freaking world like they're both like honestly the interview reminds me of so many dates that i've been on with other femmes where i'm just like hi hi you're pretty you're pretty you're pretty it is such a hot video huh what 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 huh um so yeah news that needs to be talked about oh so hot y'all i got goosebumps but yeah 
Megan Thee Stallion, Carisha had an interview and Carisha said that's how she knew she was bisexual. Another bi baddie. And in this particular interview, um, Young Miami is like, oh, so are you bisexual? Like, what are you? And Megan Thee Stallion goes, I like what I like. And I'm like, yes. Yes. <laughs> Go watch this video. I'll, I'll link it in the show notes. <sighs> I will link it in the show notes. Y'all watch it and thank me later. We're going to move on to the next section of Hot by Astro T. Um, so what's going on in the astral world? Venus enters Virgo. On, I think it's exciting because that's my personal placement. And that is a time to really, I think that's like your moment to really write your list of like what you want in a partner. That's getting down to the nitty gritty. If you're single right now, even if you're not single, honestly, it's a time to like really think about what do I really want? What are the details that I want in love? What do I want love to look like? One time I made a playlist because I saw this. I, I didn't see it. I felt like I saw it, but I heard it on a podcast once where a woman was talking about how she didn't want to just write a list of what she wanted her love to, to look like. She wanted to see what it felt like and she wanted to make a list of what that felt like. And so she she made a playlist and I was like, yes, give me that bisexual energy. So I made a playlist of what I want love to feel like. And I think that's the like moment that Venus Virgo energy is that moment to really just like, first of all, reevaluate what you want, the details of what you want in a relationship, really call in that energy during that time and write a pros and cons list, write what you will take, what you won't take. I feel like I've been doing that since I was like in fifth grade because of purity culture and them all being like, well, what do you want a husband? And me being like, good teeth. <laughs> that is not a joke. That is dead serious. I literally said I want, this is very embarrassing. And I might cut this out because this is like so embarrassing. I was in my sunken place straight girl era and I wrote down on a list of what I wanted in a husband because mind you. A bitch is gay. A bitch has been gay <laughs> for a minute, okay? And by minute, I mean the moment I was born. And I wrote down on a list of what I wanted in a partner. I wrote down, I want good teeth, blue eyes, blonde hair, and somebody that goes to church every day. Sweetie, the way I looked around and was like, uh, what, what would... Look convincing as a straight person right now. What would look really convincing? And really wrote that down and had my youth pastor read it aloud. It's like, yeah, that's it. I'm on to something. I'm really on to something with this. Um, that's embarrassing. Anyways, Venus enters Virgo on August 5th. So find the details of what you want. Make a playlist for what you want your, your love to feel like. Really get to the details of what you want. The nitty-gritty, that that th those little things. And not the little things that get lost in the, the forest. The little things like, I want my partner and I to be able to, to fight through things and communicate while we're fighting. I had a person that I was dating once who even when we would have like moments of tension would still like give me physical touch and something about that was so beautiful and while that person and I are no longer together um that person was very securely attached but yeah like really find out the details of what you want do you want a partner that you can really fight the thing out with come back the next day and be like okay we did it we done did it um so yeah 
Venus enters Virgo on August 5th. Mercury goes retrograde, baby. Oh, are we ready? On August 9th. Okay, here's what I'll say about Mercury retrograde before the astro girlies get their panties in a mother freaking bunch. I will say for me personally, I'm a Gemini rising. For me personally, I love a good Mercury retrograde to first of all, shake some shit up. I love a good shaky shit. And B, I find that I am so much more creative with my writing and like I actually do the writing during this time. Take advantage of Mercury retrograde. Mercury retrograde doesn't have to be scary. Like it's literally Mercury with a plan of communication, just having a little, having her moment. She needs a little moment. So let her have her moment while she has her moment. Make sure that if you're going to a concert, instead of leaving 30 minutes ahead of time, maybe give yourself 45 minutes to an hour. If you're texting a friend, make sure you just go through the text, double check, make sure you're communicating properly. If you're flying on a plane, make sure you have the right exit. Make sure you get there earlier just to double cross your T's, you know? You know, when Mercury goes retrograde, it's just a good time to make sure that you have really crossed your T's, dotted your I's, done the detail work, especially during Virgo season. Make sure you've done the things, you know? Speaking of concerts, Kehlani's concert's coming up. Next time I talk to you, I will have had my Kehlani experience, and I don't think you understand how excited I am. Anyways, (laughs) there's a full moon in Pisces on August 10th, which is so exciting, which means that I'm going to have to get to that Kehlani concert hella, hella early. Me and my friends are going to pull up an hour before because um, I know that traffic is going to be banana, bananas because the gays in L.A. love Kehlani. Everybody acts like they don't love Kehlani. And no, it's not that everybody acts like they don't love Kehlani. People just act so much more chill. Like fans in L.A. are just like, yeah, you know, whatever. You know, it's Kehlani, whatever. Meanwhile, the mother freaking door is out the gas darn uh, window. Uh, the, the line is out the gas darn uh, round street up and down. Everybody's in line for several hours just chilling in line. Kehlani stands in L.A. are fierce. So I know the show is going to be fierce, but I also know that traffic's going to be fierce as well. So if you are listening to this and you're going to the Kehlani concert on August 10th, first of all, if you see me, say hi, especially if you're hot. And secondly, <laughs> secondly, it's going to be a full moon in Pisces. I think Kehlani has astrologers because it means that the music is just going to hit. It's just going to hit differently. So very exciting things happening in the astrolo- astrology world. The astro tea is hot. Hotty, 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 hotty. So last episode, y'all. Last episode, I talked about my crush. I talked about my crush. This is what I get for talking about my crush online. This is the last time I'll ever do something like that again. I'm just joking. I like talking about my crush, but not if they know that I'm talking about them. You know what I mean? Um, So I said I would give updates on what's going on. You know, I feel like I am the bisexual Goldilocks. And I am just opening all the little doors. I am trying all the little queer soups, trying to figure out what the freak I want, what my dating style is, what I like, what I don't like. I'm just trying to figure it out. And I feel like something that we don't talk enough about as a community in general is that if you were, first of all, if you grew up during the abstinence era, 
we're survivors. All of us, <laughs> we all deserve an extra hug. If you wore a purity ring, you deserve a hug. You deserve a hug. You deserve free therapy. You deserve free weed. You deserve uh, you deserve some extra plants. Like, you genuinely deserve a cookie, like a star. Um, you deserve the world. So first of all, growing up during the abstinence era was a lot. The, the don't talk about sex so it won't happen era in the 2000s where people were wearing purity rings. I was one of those people. I thought I was the baddest bitch in my middle school. I was like, baby, God's got this pussy (laughs) sights. I thought it was hot shit. Was I? I don't know. I think I was more awkward than anything. But yes, I was wearing a purity ring. And one of the things that we don't talk about is that if if you grew up in that era, especially in the church, especially in a white town, especially with all the like caveats, I was always taught to suppress my feelings regardless. And so I applied that. Like anytime you're feeling something, that's that's the Holy Spirit telling you that you shouldn't be doing it. Anytime you feel aroused, anytime you feel hot and heavy, anytime you feel whatever, and they'd be like, you feel that? Is your stomach hurting right now? Yeah, it's probably because the Holy Spirit's telling you that what you're doing is dirty. And me and my freaking stomach aches, oh, me and my freaking stomach aches, I would just get so nervous. And so I learned to suppress my feelings, especially for non-men. Like I learned to shut that off. And so as an adult, recognizing my queerness and understanding my queerness, I had to, I had to undo that. And that's really difficult and so when I have a crush on somebody, I still have a Virgo Venus. So sometimes I'll be like, I don't like that person. I don't like that person. I just fantasize about them. I'm emotionally attracted to them. I'm physically attracted to them. And I like being around them. But that doesn't mean I like them. Um, Earth sign Venuses, you know what I'm talking about. But I feel like when you grow up suppressing your feelings for somebody and then you recognize your queerness and then you're like oh shoot like I actually do have feelings for somebody that can be a really jarring emotional roller coaster of being like oh like oh oh and sometimes you realize that you have feelings for, for somebody and by the time you realize it's like oh it's too late <laughs> bye you know and it's quite scary it's quite spooky yuki in the words of kiki palmer training yourself to suppress your feelings for somebody is hard and i always got that feeling of when i was like turned on by somebody or or even mentally turned on by somebody or like really connecting with somebody that i would shut it off immediately i'd be like no 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 you're not allowed to feel these feelings shut it off immediately friends on this person immediately make this person feel like they're special but like you cannot have these feelings. And so it's like it's like you've like numbed a part of your heart. And so recognizing your queerness is like putting feeling back into that part of your heart. Why am I getting emotional? It's like you're putting feeling back into that part of your heart. And you didn't know you had these feelings. You didn't even know that these feelings could exist. You're just out here dating these dirty, dusty white men or men in general, maybe not you, maybe it's me, maybe it's both of us, but out here like dating these people that you're allowed, quote unquote, allowed to be attracted to and you're like, I don't feel it. And then when the floodgates 
open when, when you give yourself permission to have feelings for somebody that's outside of men. Yeah, damn, I didn't know the ocean was this deep. Like being in a straight relationship for me felt like a puddle, like a nice little cute little ding, 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 drop, 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 cute, right? It's cute. It's nice. But queerness is like this ocean, this unexplored ocean that's so deep and so beautiful and so vast and so special and then having the feeling and the light just like be brought back into you is like really jarring especially if you're later in life coming out it's like good god we're allowed to feel that deeply about somebody god dang i don't even know this person what what would happen if i did know this person (laughs) like truly knew this person you know that's my crush update i wanted to call them crush dates like updates (laughs) crush dates but it sounds like a date with your crush i don't know it's a working title don't judge me but yeah queerness is a vast ocean and i'm just swimming in it with no goggles and no motherfreaking snorkel and no motherfreaking um swimsuit there's some sharks out there you know i got bit at the beginning of the summer I was like, my hot girl summer is off to a bad start. And then I had a decision and I made that decision and I'm proud of myself for making that decision, but I got a little hurt in the process and I'm just swimming in the queer waters and I'm trying to figure it out. And it's confusing. As fook, it's so confusing. So if anybody has an idea of like a map, if somebody could give me a map, a compass, uh, something, so that I can stay afloat, a floaty. You know those 90s noodles? You know, those like bright hot pink noodles that you put like under your armpits and you're like swimming? Somebody give me a floaty. Because swimming in the, 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 the vast ocean of queerness is, it's a new, it's a new thing. And I'm just uh, flipping and flopping and flipping and flopping in the water. Um... So yeah, that's my crush update. Is it much of an update? No. Am I a Scorpio? Mm, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do I want my crush to see this and be like, you're freaking weird? No. <laughs> so the details. I'll spare you the details. Um, but generally, generally, I have no clue what I'm doing. I thought about that last night. I was like, I genuinely have no clue what I'm doing. So, yeah, that's the crush update. We are going to move on to the bicon of the week, which is my guest, Alyssa, who runs Bitch Rising, the old account, Horny Astrology, Stoner Zodiac. Like, Alyssa is that bitch on the internet. Like, truly that bitch on the internet. Like, Alyssa is my mentor. And I, like, look at her stuff and I'm like, she's so funny and like such an Aries and I just love Aries energy like they're the ones that like start the freaking spark so let's take it away for a fun little segment with my very good friend who's an Aries son Alyssa for those of you who don't know Alyssa is the queen of the internet um (laughs) she runs an astrology account that really like in my opinion like sets the standard for all other astrology accounts like 
I truly believe that to be true because I feel like the way in which you like set up your memes, you're just funny and ruthless. And like, I feel like one of the things that I really love about you because you're an Aries, it's like, you're like, I don't care. Like, you can talk about the fact that like, you're, you'll just be like, yeah, I don't like Pisces. And it's just like, yeah, okay, we're just gonna yeah. go with that. Like, you're like, I, I'll ruffle You feathers. know what? I don't like Pisces and I have to say it because I'm an Aries. No, I, <laughs> Pisces are okay. I know a lot of Pisces are gonna get mad at me but um I actually some Pisces are okay yeah they're gonna cry about it too yeah uh... <laughs> I just love that you really have set the standard for like astrology accounts like I feel like when you post it like makes people like step up their pussy game they're just like okay <laughs> thank you okay oh, I love that. yeah it's very very true but um yeah, I appreciate for those that of you for those of you who don't know who Alyssa is, do you want to do like a little introduction of who you are? Yeah, I mean, I run Bitch Rising. Um, that's pretty much it. That's what I do. <laughs> that's that's who you are. <laughs> you yeah, yeah, I th- I do a lot of that. I also, yeah, I used to run some other accounts, but Instagram, like Instagram. got to them. Yeah, Instagram. But it's okay. R.I.P. Horny Astrology. <laughs> yeah, rip, rip Horny Astrology. But Stoner, Stoner Zodiac is back. Stoner up, Zodiac right? is back, yeah. It's so good. Oh, my God, it's so good. I'm so excited to see where it goes. I'm, gl- I'm glad to bring it back, finally. It's been a while. But you're back, and that's Better than ever. So what we're going to do is play a fun little game that I like to call Smash or Pass Astrology Edition. Ooh. So in... I love that you're like, ooh, as if you don't know. <laughs> I didn't know. Uh, what I is didn't this know. game? Alyssa is also an actor, y'all. Like, Alyssa knows things. <laughs> you're like, ooh, that was so actor, convincing, too. <laughs> no, that was convincing. Um, okay, so we are going to play a little game I like to call Smash or Pass Astrology Edition. So it's really popular on TikTok. So it's like they're a 10, but they have a blank placement. Okay, so that's kind of the gist of it. And so um, you can either say smash or pass, or you can like deduct points or add points based on their placement. So you can be like, okay, like they're a 10, but they are a Pisces. Okay, well, then they're a negative three immediately. (laughs) Just kidding. Um, Not really. Um, So, yeah, so you can do that. So that's kind of like uh, the gist of the game. And then you can also say smash or pass. Um, so whichever one is is what you're feeling in that moment is what you All can right. do. And we will talk about the placements. And it's just a fun little game. So the first one is they're a 10, but they have heavy 12th house placement. You're going to have to remind me what 12th house placements oh, yes. mean. Yes. Okay. So 12th house placement. So the 12th house. Spooky yuki time. Spooky yuki. Uh, 12th house is like the taboos. The, the, the um, it's like. I don't want to say this to sound like mean or rude, but like (laughs) it's like the house where like addiction, taboos, secrets. Mm -hmm. It's very like it's very like um, under the surface subtext uh, stuff happens. Um, So if you have heavy 12th house placements, you might you might I mean, depending on what the placements are, you might um, deal with some you know, some darkness. There's some darkness in there. Some darkness. Uh, so it depends on if you, yeah, it really ma- depends on if you want some darkness, some mystery, if you yeah. want everything, like, on the surface. Um, yes. It really is just, like, you know, to each their own. And for me, I feel like that may- – I feel like you're, like, a 10. If you're 10 with, you know, a lot of the 12 house placements, I think that's interesting. Um, don't know if it's good for a relationship, but it's definitely, like – 
I think, attractive. I accept that to be true. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So just to be clear, 12th house, I Googled it um, because I'm not an astrologer. I'm just like an enthusiast. (laughs) So the 12th house is considered the unseen realm and governs all things that exist without physical form, like dreams, secrets, and emotions. Uh, Those born with planets in the 12th house are often highly intuitive, perhaps even psychic. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, it is kind of interesting, actually. I love um, how, like, a lot of people, like, the, I do believe some people are intuitive, but there are some people that are, like, intuitive, say they're intuitive, but they, like, make the worst decisions. It's like, right. <laughs> it's like, you know the future. It's like, that's a raven. It's like, you know the future, and you still sabotage <laughs> Okay, so the next one is, there are five, but they have a Pisces moon. That's, like... Yeah, like a negative five, I gotta say. Uh, but, you know, I saw someone the other day that said they like Pisces moons. And yeah. that's great for them. It's, you know, <laughs> they said Pisces moons and Cancer moons. And I'm like, Ooh, God, uh, you know, everybody like, you know, they like what they like. Um, that would be a red flag for me, but it's not like a deal breaker. Like, I, I wouldn't that. not. I'm just like, okay, I'm just keep an eye on it like if I were you know <laughs> I'd be like you start to know if you notice patterns take it with a grain of salt I don't take yeah. this 100% seriously it's fun um and I wouldn't hold it against anyone but yeah um a Pisces moon still scares me <laughs> yeah a little bit I feel like that was a very diplomatic answer you're like we'll put uh, a pin in it we'll circle back we'll keep an eye on it that's so nice I try of you. I try you know be ruthless sometimes, but it's not, if you don't like a certain zodiac sign, it's not the worst thing in the world. I yeah. Don't, people act like it's really serious. Like, so yeah. what if you don't like <laughs> Pisces? It's not that serious, you know? Completely but agree. at the same time, I'm like, don't let this govern your life. Right. It's, it's, it teaches you more about yourself than about other people, but it's still fun to do Smash or Pass. Exactly. Yes, exactly. I think that's a really good answer. And I think that's really important because like somebody DM'd me once about um, they were like, oh, like I really had a really hard time with Leo's for a long time. And I realized that it was something in my chart that I actually just needed to work on in myself. And then now I realize that I actually do love Leo's. I just had to work on some ego stuff. And I was like, yeah, see, sometimes it's you. Sometimes it's. Yes. yeah. Yeah. If you not liking somebody is like it's it's really a you problem. Like, yeah. if you don't like them, it's it's you. Um, no, people take but, it really personally. But I know. Yeah, it and does say like, more about the person. So I'm then, being very vulnerable by talking about my feelings about different signs. You guys are seeing through me a little bit. Yes. You know? Yes, so. I love that. <laughs> I love that. You're authentic. Yeah. Real. Personally, for me, Pisces moons annoy the crap out of me because I just literally – not literally. I'm acting like – I'm being so dramatic with my Leo moon. I literally ended things with somebody. See, you're no. acting like your Leo moon. I'm acting like my Scorpio moon. Oh, okay. So you're playing your cards close to your chest yeah. while I'm like – so I just smashed this Leo. <laughs> Except I'm not. Um, there was a Pisces moon that was in my life, and there were so like it was like big sad girl energy. Like yeah. it was just like, oh my god, get out delusional. Yeah, yeah, delusional is such a great way to put it for me personally. No, but I think Pisces moons have really good musical tastes. Um, I think Pisces least- placements are good with music. That's yes, for sure. they're so good. People wow. say that Scorpios are obsessive, but. 
I'm sorry. Pisces placements are more obsessive, in my opinion. Um, okay, so they're a seven, but they have a Taurus moon. Taurus moon, that makes you a 10 at least because a Capricorn moon, a Virgo moon, um, or a Taurus moon are all good with me. Um, because your moon, like, the moon governs your emotions, and, um, so it's good to be stable. Yeah. Uh, I think that's attractive, stability. I find, but it's like, I find chaos attractive, too. I'm like, you know, yeah. I contain <laughs> multitudes. Um, so, but yeah, I think that, I like some stability. I think that's, that could be a nice thing. So, 10, yeah. I love that. I love a good Taurus placement, honestly. Yeah, especially yeah, Taurus. Yeah, especially Taurus. I just think, especially because I'm a Scorpio, like any Taurus placement, I'm like, oh, you remind me to like, like really luxuriate and like mm-hmm. be extravagant and really and spend And to treat that money. others too. I know we talked about yes. this before. Yes. Like they like to spoil the people that they care about, which I appreciate. Yes. Oh, I love it so much. Because my like, love language is gift receiving <laughs> oh i didn't know that okay cool and oh, i like so and gift giving i enjoy gift giving too but I, yes you're very oh my gosh yes y'all Alyssa is such a good gift giver <laughs> like one time like literally one time i like randomly was like oh these earrings are really cute like i love the marketing brand of this like company blah 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 just like pass you know just like saying it in passing and then for my birthday Alyssa got me these things <laughs> like it was the ni- it was so nice it was so oh, so nice you are a I was very so happy you liked it I I you you know I, I pay attention to things <laughs> you do you really really do and I that, remember like, you like told me and I was like oh it's cute and I followed the brand on Instagram and so I remembered um so yeah. good the little things <laughs> Oh, I love it. But yeah, that's it. that's what I love language. I like receiving. I like giving, you know. Yeah. Um, It's good for me. So Taurus is good. Taurus moons, we love it. Okay, they, cool. And they appreciate gifts too, usually. They but, do. They do. Um, or acts of service. But yeah. Acts of service. Do. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so they're an eight, but they have a Gemini Venus. I don't know. I Gemini Venus can go either way. Because um, I used to talk a lot of shit about Gemini Venus um before I started dating one and I think that it's okay now so I'd say like that in my book that's probably like a 12 because yeah it's uh it works for me I think that's really beautiful I think what's really cool about Gemini Venus is a celebrity that has a Gemini Venus is Christopher Jamal Evans (laughs) Chris Evans he's really like a lot of a lot of the girls online love him, um, but he has a Gemini Venus. And what's cool about G- Gemini Venus placements, I think, is like the way that we view relation. Well, the way that we view relationships in general is very weird. There's like a relationship hierarchy, which is weird. I mm-hmm. definitely consider myself more like monogamous, but like I really try to deconstruct and decolonize my own love life um so that's all that's a whole other journey but i will say with gemini (laughs) venuses they are we see the world through like a monogamous lens and like ownership over people and the cool thing about gemini venuses is that they're like oh no like they're very i would say more likely to be like poly or more likely Mm -hmm. to just be open to the idea of the person they love being with another person 
or you can love multiple things mm-hmm. at once. Multiple things can happen at once. I also heard once that Gemini Venuses have um, – they're really good with like their hands and not in like a sexual way. Well, maybe in a sexual way. But like more so they like doing like handiwork and like one, hmm. of, their, one of their favorite things is like – um, like being like a little fixer upper type person. <laughs> That's interesting. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Gemini Venuses are cool with me personally. Yeah, yeah, I definitely. Yeah, I like the. I think that they're open to things like romantically and just like I like to be more open to what love looks like and um rather than it just be one thing that everyone agrees on. It's you know I think that it makes it interesting. So yeah, I'd say it's a twelve. I love that. Yay. Okay. <laughs> the next one is they're a three, but they have a Leo sun. They're pro- I mean, if you have a Leo sun, you're probably pretty hot. So yes. <laughs> I think that makes you a 10. Yes. Immediately. Immediately. But they can yeah. also be a little too arrogant. But I was just talking about this in my comment section. Um, this Leo was just like kind of going on and on about it being Leo season and it's their season and it's their time and I'm like typical Leo good god but whatever I think that there's a difference between being confident and being cocky and like I mm-hmm. think once a Leo can master the difference between the two they're like kind of unstoppable um so yeah if they're a 3 but they have a Leo sun like there, there's no such thing as a Leo sun with a three. That's a three. Yeah. <laughs> I made these and I'm like, actually, incorrect. <laughs> uh, moving on to the next one. There are four, but they have a Scorpio Mars. That's like a 10. That's like, that's, isn't that like Mars rules Scorpio? So that's like, it's at home there. So. Yeah. Scorpio's at, yeah, that's at like home. That's what you have, right? Yes, it is what yeah, I have. It we is both what have I a have. water Mars. Yes. My, yes. my Pisces Mars. Aw, cutie. Which I'm, um, yeah, getting used to. <laughs> are you, like, learning to accept that placement now? Yeah, definitely. I I, I like it now. I I've think it's so interesting. It. Yes, yeah. That's a good way to say it because I think it's, like, interesting that you have so many, like, Aries placements and mm-hmm. then your Mars, which is, like, your, like, fight and, like, go, go, go is, is like, okay, let's cry about it, you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> let's ponder in our – let's sit in a pool of our feelings. Yeah. So, I have, I have, but probably I have not for too long. No, because my, my Aries, like, I move from emotion to emotion pretty fast. Yeah. Uh, but I've learned to, you know, accept that I can act irrationally. Um, uh-huh. So it's good to just, like, wait it out a little bit and see if I still feel, like, um, you know, the same way. And usually I don't. So that's helped me over the years you know i think that's great advice (laughs) i think that's amazing advice i actually had a taurus um ex that told me that he was like i don't know why you get so like emotional and hold on to it for a long time because emotions they don't last yesterday i was sad today i'm happy like it just it just doesn't last i think when you're younger you think it's gonna last forever because you haven't experienced the change yet but then you you go back and forth and I don't know. That's how I feel for myself. I don't know about other people. (laughs) That's amazing. I think that's really a good way to look at the world, honestly. On to the next one. They're Libra rising, but they have a Leo moon. Um, I think that's like, don't you think that's a hot combo? That is like a super, like like this person smash immediately like we're we're smashing all all of the time um yeah um we're probably gonna wind up ghosting each other but air placements are fun yes air placements are fun 
Um, You're a Gemini rising, right? Yes. Yeah, I'm yeah. a Gemini rising with a Leo moon. I'm so, so like jealous of people that have like a mix of like three different signs in their big three. Because oh. mine's like two Aries and Scorpio. <laughs> yeah that's so yeah. much mars energy it's too much but i i like your mars air energy i feel like your mars energy like makes you really like passionate about things yeah like you know we'll be like watching a movie or, or something will happen and you're just like, and I'm like yeah <laughs> I yes you do have a lot of thoughts but i feel like we live in a world where people are very like i don't know censored in the way that they want to like say things or mm-hmm. they get their entire freaking personality off of a freaking TikTok and like you on the other hand are so like you're just so like you like it's oh I appreciate that Alyssa like she's passionate (laughs) you know I love that energy Um, oh thank you it's true it's true yay (laughs) um yes okay so the last and final one is they're a 10 but they're a Pisces man (laughs) <laughs> negative a million negative three thousand trillion no offense billion. to pisces men but i don't want them in my sight i don't want to see them i don't want them around me no i'm kidding um <laughs> no they're just they have a tendency tendency to be emotional and mm. um and a lot of times someone said that they're like you know well you know you talk about like Leo men do this, and it's like, well, an emotional Leo man wouldn't do that, or like a evolved or mature yeah. Leo man wouldn't do that. But it's like, then someone was like, well, how many mature men do you know? It's Not like, many. There's <laughs> so it's Personally. like, it's like, how am I supposed to know if you're a good one or not? Right, because I feel most that of way about men too. Just... Where it's just like they feel entitled to your. It's like, and then they're like, I'm not one of the bad ones. And I'm like, I don't know that. I don't yeah. know it yet. <laughs> also, red flag that you're saying that. Like, yeah. what's wrong with you? You're being That's emotionally That's the thing, too, is like, if I say I don't like Pisces and you're like, well, I'm like, calm down. It's okay. Yeah. Like, it's not a, it, right. I don't know you, so I don't, I don't know. Um, right. It's about me. It's my own issue. I don't like emotional people because I'm like they'll uh, manipulate me or whatever it's my own yeah. thing it's fine I don't know if that's <laughs> your own thing I think you can definitely blame Pisces men and you also yeah. said you're like no offense to Pisces men okay y'all for me personally offense. all the offense I don't like y'all well like <laughs> I dated a Pisces man for a while and it was just mm-hmm. like yeah but Pisces men I mean shout out to y'all if you're even listening. Uh, shout out for uh shout out nothing. for the therapy. Better yeah, help. Shout out to therapy. <laughs> better help. Talkspace.com. That's why we're partnering great... with better help. And that's why this month we're partnering <laughs> with Talkspace. Brought to you by Pisces Men Everywhere. Uh yeah. So moving on. Thank you so much for playing Smash Your Pass Astrology Edition. I thought that was really fun. Yes. I feel like I could play that for a long time. Yeah. Like there's so many combos. It's oh, it's very it's thought provoking. You have to think through some stuff. You do. You do have (laughs) to think through it. But we got through it and I'm proud of us. What is your least and most favorite astrology trend going on right now? I have so many things that I hate. Um, I have to think about (laughs) things that I like. But um, one thing I hate are those um, Instagram accounts that just do one sign. They're like really biased, um, obviously, because like everyone that like, why would anyone else other than a Libra follow all about Libra or something like that? Yep. And they just like take random tweets that everyone can relate to and just plaster a sign over it. Um, 
and they do that to like ev- for every sign they'll run like multiple accounts and it's just to like sell um you know fit tummy tea or whatever like it's not <laughs> there fit are good tea. astrology meme accounts that are you know quality um and then there are ones that are just in it for the money which isn't even like it's not that much money let me tell you them out right. they don't th- those ads don't pay very well even if yeah. you have half a million followers they don't care you're not public facing you're not your face isn't in it it's not the same um pricing yeah. for those ads and it's not worth it to me especially for those yeah. diet things yeah. um no. so i would say be wary of those and they're also like they do like bitcoin things and this is scammy stuff where they're yeah. just making money off of people their audience and i was like i i, I don't want to make money that way yeah um, no that's just me um uh, that's something that i don't like um something that i like that's so hard to think of things that yeah. I like. Um, and the I internet guess, changes so often. It so it's does. always like, okay, like Little Miss blah, blah, blah is trending last week. Oh but this week God. it's totally different. Also, I I don't like those memes. I don't like them. They're too e- – I think the problem is, is that they're too easy to make. They're too People, easy, yeah. Uh, every, like, and there are, most of them are bad. Yes. <laughs> and um, I'm just like, There's so okay. many of them. I know. Um, yeah, that's that's been getting on my nerves a little bit. <laughs> um, but there aren't any real. I, I guess you know what I I can't think of a trend that I like. On reality shows, people are starting to just come out and say what their sign is. A lot of times, people wouldn't talk about it on reality shows, especially like dating shows and stuff. Like I need to know. Um, yeah. If I'm watching a reality show, that's the only thing I care about. Um, yeah. And yeah, that's why I like Bachelor horoscopes. Um, I don't watch the show anymore, but I like to see this how the signs represent themselves. Because um, the people that go on that show are, uh, they're interesting at least. Yeah, or can be. I feel like they're the most like exaggerated version of themselves. Yeah, which like is like a really good like way to sort of pin whatever's like whoever's sun sign. You know, like they're it's just crazy like, how super... accurate it is. Like they add like talking about like one of there's also no aries this season apparently um which is good <gasps> but there's like a leo and he like comes in on the horse it's like oh, that's God. so leo and he has like long hair like Ew. that's the most leo thing i've ever seen yeah that is that really <laughs> is <laughs> i don't know that kind of made me shudder that was so, the, the visual of a leo riding in on a horse it's Fabio like so style. corny and cringy it it's so it has leo written all over leo, leo man mm. written all over it mm, um, leo woman too because yeah, i've been true. i've been seeing them too and they are cringy they're 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 going crazy this this summer they're really enjoying their season and they really are getting Good on my them. nerves a little bit they keep like they're, getting- they're just being very contrarian. Like they're they're just like no, we're not like that. Actually, it's like yes, you but are. You I mean, are. No, I don't know why you're fighting me. Like you don't like compliments, really. <laughs> like well, I don't like compliments because I already know that I look hot. It's like mm, huh? what? Who that? 
who that's says that? That's such a that? Leo thing to say too. That's so annoying. Oh my god, they're but so then it's annoying. Also like it's like it's like they're 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 like dragging you in to give you to give them more compliments. It's like no, but yeah. you do, but you. Do. It's like shut up. Like oh my god, yeah. I have a I lot of Leo family members. So shout out oh. to my Leo grandma, my Leo mom, and my Leo niece. <laughs> Oh, they. Yeah, I well, mean, my niece is a little. Yeah, she's a little star. She's gonna. She's Aww. a star. So definitely Leo energy. Glad she's That's not so a Virgo. You, who's a Virgo? I'm glad she's not a Virgo. Oh, she almost God. Was. Oh Lord. Yeah, that would not be good. And then my nephew is uh, an Aries. He has the same birthday as me Aww. and my sister, which is crazy. Oh my God! Which you're. Tw- That's wild. It's like, really crazy. Did your sister plan that out or did no. that just happen? <laughs> what? That's wild. But that I'm used to sharing my birthday because I have a twin. So we have another person to share a birthday yeah. with. <laughs> yeah, you're really sharing it, which is wild. Yeah. Especially because you're an Aries. Like, I feel like if anybody is like, I want it to be my day. It's yeah, like, I've you. learned to share my, my birthday. <laughs> okay, that's fair. That's very fair. Uh, oh, yeah, I think wow. it's sweet. That's cute. Okay, that's good. That's good. I don't yeah. know. Maybe my Leo Moon is just talking about like, <laughs> the idea of sharing my birthday. For a really long time, my mom wanted me and my sister to share a birthday party because oh, yeah. my sister's birthday, she's a Libra and her birthday is October 2nd. Mine's is October 30th. So she would just want us to share, not because she wanted to teach us a lesson, but she wanted to save money. She didn't want to have a mm-hmm. birthday party and then two weeks later have another one. Yeah. Um, that makes so sense. it makes sense. It makes sense. But we I was always had like, our we had each had our own cake. We'd have our own cake. Oh, oh we see, could like we pick out the that. cake. Um, that and yeah, I just like now I I get to sp- I I don't have to worry about spending my birthday with my family. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I can just be, true. Like they have other stuff going on. Like I can be with my friends, which is what I'd rather yeah. be doing for my birthday. Yeah, uh, no, no offense, very but, true. Um, yeah, I want to be having a tough. good time. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like spending birthday – like I spent – two years ago, I spent my birthday with my family. And my mom's like, so when are you having kids? I'm like, girl, <laughs> calm down. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, she asked me that like every other week. So, oh my I mean, God. it wasn't – it just happened to be the week that it was my birthday. But, um, yeah, <laughs> family is crazy. Um, my nephew is, is a Sagittarius. So we both have fire, fire signs. signs. Nieces and nephews. I know. That's crazy. So much fire energy. I love it. As we wrap up, I would like to know, do you have any fun astrology stories? Oh, my God. Anything juicy you want to share? I'm so glad you asked because I have a better answer than I did last time. Oh, I I love it. Okay. I think I've told you the story before, but um, there was – I was at this uh, party and – I had the same phone case as someone, and it, it was like a heart, and it says, don't fucking talk to me, and uh, I don't have it anymore, but it uh, but I, I met someone, this girl at this party, uh, that had the same phone case, um, and we're like, oh, that's funny, and um, then she was talking about, it was like around Halloween, so she's talking about what she's going to be for Halloween, and she said, I'm going to be Jennifer from jennifer's body and i was like oh my god me too (laughs) and she's like are you an aries and i was like oh yes (laughs) (laughs) that That was pretty crazy like that kind of i I was like i'm like not even that astrology is real just like marketing works probably yes yeah (laughs) they know to market that velvet caviar case to aries women exactly um, millennials (laughs) 
I love that story because I, I think it's, wow, it's, crazy. it's so fun. It's so fun when you like go to a party and you find out that somebody has like very similar placements as you and like a similar aesthetic or yeah. I, I know this one person who they have like like very like born the same year, born the same day, like very similar things. And I'll talk about specific things in my life that have happened to me that are like I haven't really ever said out loud to anybody or like just very feels like very niche specific childhood upbringing Christian, like very specific things. And then she'll be like, oh, my God, that same thing happened to me, but it happened this way. And I'm like, what? And she's like, yeah. And it's like, That's it's crazy. wild. It's really wild. Like, it's so wild how, you know, your chart can be similar to somebody and it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to have the same life, but yeah. you might have similar experiences or see things in a similar way. And I just think yeah. that's like the coolest thing yeah. about and astrology. Same with my twin. It's like, we have the same chart, but we are, right. we're very different. Very, very different. <laughs> but both, it sounds like very passionate though. Passionate, private, um that's yeah, we're we're similar in certain <laughs> the two areas. Two P's. Two Passionate P's. and private. <laughs> um yeah, I think that's our Scorpio moon. Um, Definitely. But yeah, we see the world different ways. Um, but it's proof that you can have like the same you could literally have the same exact chart as someone and it doesn't dictate who you are. It just kind right. of helps explain things a little bit. Which is exactly. isn't it kind of nice to even if it's not real to have a handle feel like you have some handle on control yeah maybe that's what it is but you know it's is that really so bad everything's terrible right now everything's terrible everything's chaotic like why are they so quick to deny me my my pleasures my pleasures of just wanting to know like okay you have this placement that means this thing's gonna happen can i just enjoy myself but like yeah i just want to enjoy i just want to enjoy understanding my interpersonal self like can i just do that it works for me it does it definitely definitely does yeah um well thank you so much for doing this of interview course. and popping in is there anything else you want to say before, <laughs> before uh, I follow bitch.rising that's it that's it <laughs> <laughs> straight to the point love a blunt aries <laughs> okay thank you so much of Alyssa. course bye, 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 bye.